Hello, everyone. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office. Joining me today is Eric Bird, and Eric is the director of United Voices, United of, Praise. Voices of Praise, which is our gospel choir. Yes, sir. And as of this fall, was also named Artist in Residence. Yes. And this is now third year, fourth year? It's a good question. I think it's, it's we're going into like the fourth that. year. Okay. Fourth year, yeah. All right. That you've been doing the gospel choir mm-hmm. and uh, have brought a lot of energy and good things happening with the choir. Oh, thank you. And you're doing a little bit more performing this year with it, I believe. Yes. Uh, so could you talk about that a little bit? Just what's it, how have you seen the gospel choir change over the years you've been doing sure. it now? And well, you know, like any relationship, they're getting to know me and I'm getting to know them. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to have some some experience in directing choirs from both church and in academia. And mm-hmm. so I kind of got a sense of what our baseline was, where we were starting from. And one thing that I noticed from the very, very beginning is that, um, and I don't know what it is that you guys do here at Messiah, but their musical IQ, their acumen, musical acumen is very high. They almost sound like they were a choir just waiting for me to show up. So that I didn't. I don't really feel like I'm working... I, well, maybe I shouldn't say that because that might have an impact on my. <laughs> I'll just say this. I will say that I don't have to work as hard as I have to in other contexts. There we go. There, there we go. go. I, that's we'll, nice. we'll go with that one. Yes, I'll be running in the fall. Well, that Vote. makes the results that much better, doesn't there it? There you go. <laughs> Vote for me this fall. But um, no, they're great. I mean, they were great almost from the very beginning, and they've uh-huh. just gotten better. So I've selected, you know, more and more challenging repertoire. We have uh, done music that um, they can absorb quickly and that takes us a few weeks or a few rehearsals to kind of get. And then, as you well know, I don't think anything really replaces the idea of doing it in front of people, just the live performance aspect. So one of the things that I wanted to do as quickly as possible was to get us performance or ministry ready so that we can get right out and start doing what we do in a live setting. So, um, and along with that is doing it in different settings. So, you know, doing it on campus is kind of like the ideal situation. But can we do it in situations that are not super ideal, where the piano isn't close to the choir and they don't, we don't have a full band or the choir might be in a different place than how we rehearse and that kind of thing. So I, I just see the choir continuing to grow, seeing them just evolve, um, into this wonderfully high-functioning musical, I don't know, organism that just continues to mm-hmm. perform and minister and make people, you know, point people to to a deeper meaning to Christ and um, just get better, just mm-hmm. get better. Well, you um, you performed two concerts here on campus, right? Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. right? So one at the end of each semester, basically. Yes, yes. And those are the only formal concerts here on campus. But, of course, you sing a bunch of other times here on campus, sure. too. yeah. Most of the time in Parmer Hall. Have Most you sung time. in other places on well, campus? Well, we've sung over there. You know, we've done chapels. Mm-hmm. We've done morning chapels. And I think the way it's kind of it's going to kind of uh, work itself out is that I think we'll probably do about one chapel a month mm-hmm. for the school year. So February, mm-hmm. March, eight, uh, uh, 
February, March, April, mm-hmm. uh, September, October, November kind of thing. And so that's really good for us. Um, but there was a speaker uh, not that long ago, uh, and we just did one song for that. Um, there's going to be uh, an African group that's coming at the end of the month, and so we're going to be doing that. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really, really yeah, cool. Azagano is amazing. That, yeah, yeah, that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. So we're trying to, you know, we're busy. I, I worried about us being a little too busy. I looked at our schedule in January, and I went, "Good Lord, <laughs> <laughs> we we're like we're like Aerosmith or something. We're going on the road or something." But but uh, you know, it's all it's just good. It's just it, they're so good. And people are so enthusiastic about hearing the kids that I don't really want to say no to anybody. So, Did, are you going off campus this? this we've spring? already been off campus. Yeah. We've already been at a church off campus. We're going off campus again in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, and I think we may have one near the end of the school year. But at least twice off campus this semester. We did mm-hmm. two or three last semester. Right. So we're you know we're going to try to keep keep going as much as we can. Sure. Sure. As much as our schedule allows. Well, you've so you've been off campus a few times, so you're not doing an actual like tour or mini tour or anything like that. Not I know that yet. well you discussed that this we this talked spring about and then it, it didn't and then work I out. looked at our performance schedule this semester and I thought, gosh, mm-hmm. that would be a little bit too much on the kids. So right, right. I think for maybe next school year I'm gonna try to kind of backwards map that. Like if we can do yeah. a tour maybe a year from now, then mm-hmm. maybe in the spring we'll just be a little bit more selective about what we do. But mm-hmm. you know, the kids sound um they not only sound good, but they just it's hard to describe. They they just bring a certain energy and a light that people are just really attracted to. And so when I get requests or when the college gets requests and it gets filtered to me, I kind of want to take them all because mm-hmm. it's just great for the kids to get out into different communities sure. that they may not ordinarily be invited to and to different types of churches, different faith organizations and that kind of thing. So, you know, we're going to try to do we're going to try to do the best we can with with managing. Sure. All and, and you yeah. don't want to you don't want to take advantage of the students sure, either right, and, right, and overdo right, it. It's, right. it's a balancing act. Unfortunately, they things. have to go to class, you know, you know, which you really know, gets in the way. Don't they realize the choir is more <laughs> important? I, I say that every week. <laughs> I said, you really have to get your priorities together. <laughs> you know, music's great, but yeah. there are a few other things in life. So anyway, <laughs> now, are you part of the gospel explosion that's happening this spring? I am. Yeah, we are. We yeah, are. we're going to be doing that. Uh, that's uh-huh. Dr. Dr. Mead's kind of driving right. the train there. But yeah, right. we're going to be around and doing that. And yeah, so and Damien Sneed's coming in for that, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be cool. a nice. That's going to be a great yeah, weekend. Besides, got it well. going on, man. You guys have a lot of great stuff happening. A lot of great stuff happening. <laughs> well, that's why I'm doing this podcast. There's, in some extent, just sort of to get word out there about oh, all yeah. the things that are that are here on campus, mm-hmm. and it's a, just another way of kind of yeah. spreading the word, you know, and yeah. letting people know. Absolutely. So that's all happening with the gospel choir, and uh, I have to say though, before we move on. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things was the end of last year okay. when you traded concerts with the orchestra. Oh. And I was at both concerts. Yes. And and what I loved, of course, was that at both concerts, people were there that wouldn't have been there. At the other, yes. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. so people people heard you at the orchestra concert. There were a few, there were a few UVP people there, sure. you know, standing and dancing sure. and clapping and sure. whatnot. But mostly it was the orchestra crowd yes. that probably wouldn't have come to your concert. Yes, right. And then, of course, you can just flip that then right. for your concert that people got to hear the orchestra who probably wouldn't have That's come. That's right. 
And what a boy! It was it was just fabulous. So so thank you for doing that, and uh, yeah. I, I I loved that. Well, I'm I'm really enjoying um, just being a part of like the familia uh-huh. kind of thing that's happening in the music department. Like I, I and I I would like to do more of that. I mean, we talked about maybe every three or four years doing more programming like that, where it's orchestral and gospel, or even with you know other areas of the department, just so that the kids see that. They can appreciate music in a variety of the, all, all the different ways. All that the we different can. ways, and you know, yeah. uh, of course, Azagano and the Gospel Explosion yeah. are m- more cases of that, Absolutely, right? Yeah, the, uh, and especially Azagano, because somebody again, the orchestra I know is involved with that, and the concert wow. choir, and our dancers, our student dancers, will be involved yeah. in that in yeah. that event that's as well. Be, yeah. So it's it's quite a lot going on with that. That's that, gonna be crazy. But that's another podcast. Sure. So, um, <laughs> Today, today we want to talk about the concerts coming up this Saturday. Yes. So Saturday night, you will be here, mm-hmm. and so will the choir. Mm-hmm. But you will be here not in the... Now, this is this is one thing that I love, too. You lead the choir from the keyboard anyway. I do. And, uh, you know, that... There's a long tradition of that in oh, sure. all kinds of churches and all kinds of musical styles. Sure, yeah. Leading from a keyboard of some sort. Sure, yeah. And uh, so that, that's a long, long thing going on. Absolutely. Uh, but you really do that well. Well, <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you very much. So uh, that, that, you know, I, I enjoy that aspect of it. But this week, you're going to be here with your trio. Yes. Playing jazz. This is a Jazz Vespers program. Yes. So are you going to... Is it the trio going to be with the choir, or is it going to be you with the choir, with the keyboard, and then the the trio too, or how is yeah, that going to work I, together? I, yeah, I don't know, and it's <laughs> happened in six days. No, what's going to happen is I do want to go back and get one thing, though, that I think your listeners should know, um, because uh, for, for me it's really, um, it's really uh, honoring to be able to say uh, uh, there is absolutely, you're, you're, you're spot on about the tradition of leading from the piano, and that goes all the way back to, of course, the great Thomas Dorsey, who a lot of people refer to as the father of gospel music, black, black gospel music, who was a blues piano player and wrote music from the piano and created this thing called gospel music in the mm-hmm. black church and black community around the 1920s, 1921. And then, of course, that tradition continues and went with another big one was Reverend James Cleveland, who mm-hmm. James Cleveland was another one that just organized choirs, but he wrote music. He was the pianist. He would lead and sing right from the piano. And then that just opened up the floodgates for so much of what is called traditional black gospel music in churches all over the country, even all over the world. All over the world. Where it, yeah. yeah, it comes right from that piano. So that's that's a great observation. that, And that's kind of where I come out of. Can I just give... Yeah, absolutely. My daughter spent a year in Chad, in Moon, okay. Mundu and Chad, wow. and teaching English. Wow. And at her church, there were two choirs, and one was, uh, as as Pastor Sim said to me, uh, <laughs> who was her boss. Anyway, he said that one is the traditional African music, okay, and as they would have in their villages, okay. And the other one he said is European. Funny, European. Funny. It was gospel. It was it was black gospel. Funny. With a Chadian accent, if I can put it that way. Yeah. Okay. You know. Funny, but wow. it was, and that, of course, that's the one my daughter was in because that was the musical language. She sure, that she was close, yeah. She could that's really connect interesting, with yeah. a little bit better. But I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, but that's, that is. that's how I that's how I heard it anyway. Okay, but that's he, really he interesting. He said that's a, that's we have the European choir over here, Funny. and over here is the traditional. Because I loved awesome. the traditional. That was it was because that you know yeah, I loved really cool. all of it yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, but, but yeah, it comes out of that. Yeah, that thing. But so, I just, I think what they were 
what they were plugged into was was black gospel is just done here in the United States, sure, right. despite what he said, sure. that had found its way is, to them. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. yeah. So Saturday, I think what we're going to do is that we're going to have the cop, the choir open up, you know, mm-hmm. kind of warm up the atmosphere, as I always say, and mm-hmm. I'll be at the keyboard and we'll have the students in the band. And then we're going to go right into the Jazz Vesper service. And so a lot of people sometimes will go, what's a Jazz Vesper service? Well, Jazz Vesper service is... Uh, as your listeners may probably guess, I've always been kind of a church guy. I've always been a church kid, church musician, mm-hmm. grew up kind of in it. And I grew up with hymns and gospels and spirituals and all that stuff. And so my jazz trio recorded a CD a couple of years ago called uh, Saints Still Marching, which is just uh, uh, jazz arrangements of spirituals and gospels and hymns, that kind of thing. And we had Tim Warfield and Terrell Stafford play on the record. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when the opportunity came to play here, I was like, ooh, I wonder if we can get Tim and Terrell, especially with Tim's relationship. Now, see, I didn't know about the recording. Oh, yeah. So the, <laughs> so the, the, the recording is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> the piano player, you know, he's, yeah, he's, got, some, he's got some work to do. Well, that guy's got know. some work to do. But, the, but Tim and Terrell are. Well, people. I knew you knew them and had worked with them. Yes. But I didn't realize you'd done that kind of a program with them before. Yeah, so we we you know we went into the studio and did it, and they came in just for that day. You know, laid their three tracks down, recorded live in the moment, no overdubs, and they were as genius in their jeans and t-shirts as they are in suits and ties. When you're going to hear them Saturday, I mean, they are just world class heavyweight guys. And so, yes, so the rest of the concert, um, so the format is basically going to be. Dr. Douglas Curry, Professor Curry, is going to read a particular uh, uh, couple passages of scripture. That scripture is going to directly relate to a particular song. We're then going to play that song, and then he's going to go back and read another passage in the Bible. Then we'll go do a song as that, and then we'll go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then we'll end with something, you know, really kind of, you know, energetic. And it'll be a good time. It'll be had by all. So the choir will be at the beginning of the program. Choir will be at the beginning of the program. I'm going to see maybe. I'm going to try something tonight. Okay. And see if I can get them to do something on the spiritual that we're doing. We're doing Calvary. Uh Um, And it's kind of a brooding, sad kind of thing. The spiritual is just, um, the lyric is really simple. It's just surely he died on Calvary. Um, And the spiritual is obviously about, you know, for him to have conquered the grave, the power of that is that he had to die just like us. Mm -hmm. And so the song just talks about surely he died because I saw him. I was there when they crucified my Lord. So surely Mm -hmm. he died on Calvary. And I thought it'd be cool to just have them provide maybe some atmospheric kind of stuff underneath that and then have them come out and then have us play live. So I'm thinking about trying that. Mm-hmm. Thinking about trying that yeah, tonight at rehearsal. Yeah. So. Uh, so we'll find out Saturday. So we'll see Saturday. So, <laughs> That's right. Yes, and we've we'll never know. done it before with the choir. So <laughs> it might be a debut on Saturday. You uh-huh. never know. Uh-huh. Never know. Well, that'll be great. In that'll a pure great. jazz tradition, we don't know what it'll be until it is. So will we'll Terrell and, and uh, Tim be playing throughout the whole evening? They won't be playing throughout the whole evening, but they'll be playing about half of the song. Half of it, okay. Half of and it, the rest yeah. will be just the trio. Yes. I couldn't play with them for the whole evening because I think my... I just, I don't think I could take it. <laughs> I mean, I just, when he, when, when they played, when the jazz, with the, or Philly, or, that, that was so good. I just, I was just, I marveled yeah. at how good they were. They so, were just, so in case 
anyone's listening to this yeah. podcast who who wasn't at that concert. This was like this was January a year ago. It sure was. That's and right. on uh, the day after MLK Day. That's right. And we had Ruth Harris here, who's Brilliant. a member of the original Freedom Singers, yes. and you know, living part of the United States history. Just yes. this amazing uh, figure, such an yeah. important figure in our history, mm-hmm. and and can still sing. Still got it. <laughs> still sing. Still got it. And uh, she sang Wade in the Water, in fact. And yep. uh, that's what I remember. So yep. she was there. And the gospel choir was there and opened the program, as I recall. Yep. But it was the uh, Jazz Orchestra of Philadelphia. Yes. And Tim's a member of that, and Terrell is the leader of that. And uh, both of them played just amazing solos. And I must say, um, it, it was... Uh, I thought they were a little bit beyond themselves. I mean, it was one of the night, one of the best yeah. performances I've heard them give. Yeah, so, um, I was going to say it. I, it was, it was almost really transcended special, in yeah, a way. Yeah, a special, special evening yeah. uh, for that for that concert. And you know, it was it was such a great um, everything about that concert. The uh, the having having Ruth there and having it right, you know, in conjunction with our MLK festivities, as it were, here yeah. and remembering all of that and everything around that. It was just, it was just a really it special was a evening. evening. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. So anyway, now we're back again. And for, now we're back to present day for, so for part two. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, I saw the program, so I knew there were the scripture readings, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so I, I just talk a little. How do you go about choosing the the actual tune you're going to do with, and, and you were putting those things together? Yeah. What was that process like for you? Well, uh, that's a really good question. You know, I have because um, things have got to work musically from song to song, yes. and not just work with the yes well you know the fortunate thing is that uh, i have a couple of things going for me which mm-hmm. is i've been with the same bass player uh bagwan Kalsa and drummer alfonso young jr I, we've been together we'll celebrate 20 years next year so we've been together for 20 years and we've been able to tour a lot internationally nationally so um as i hear music i'm able to kind of mentally file that in a folder on the desktop that just kind of goes, oh, I bet we could probably do something with that. So, you know, and not to go into like the gory details of my entire life, which, you know, would take up at least 95, because, you know, I'm going to be 50 this year. I'm an old man. No, you're 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 I'm an old man. No, I just turned sixty-seven. Oh, see, I need to. Don't you feel younger already? (laughs) I need your diet because you look better than I do. But I need to figure you work out or something. But anyway, I I just grew up with hymns. I remember going to church when all we had were hymns. Me too. And now I go to church. You don't hear hymns a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So there are still some hymns that I just I just go, wow, I love lifted me, or um, you know, uh, or spirituals that I used to sing in church or in high school or some, you know, uh, ain't that good news or in that great getting up morning or, you know, things like that. And so I've always just filed those things away and just thought, man, I wonder if that would work in a jazz kind of a context. So all we kind of did was kind of come up with arrangements, the trio and I just kind of come up with arrangements that would kind of fit who we are and our personality, songs we liked, songs that uh, we thought we could stretch a little bit on harmonically and songs that challenged us. Songs that um, you know that we have to kind of really buckle down and make sure we're we're uh, we're we're attacking it with, from an artistic point of view and with improvisational creativity. And then we just kind of decided, man, wouldn't it be cool to get special guests on this record? So we kicked around some ideas. 
we kicked around, you know, some budget in, information that we have. And, you know, we have a, a, a budget for certain things like that. And we just thought, man, but, you know, Terrell is such a, and not only is he a great player, but he's a great guy and he's a great educator. And I thought, man, you know, he probably would appreciate the music kind of like the way we did, you know, coming from an academic standpoint. <laughs> and then, of course, Tim and Terrell are so tight that I thought, ooh, if we did something with two horns, they would immediately know how to hook up. And so that kind of how the, it just kind of organically kind of came together. And when they came into the studio, they couldn't have been better. I mean, they they took a couple of little notes. They suggested a couple of changes, but they came right in, laid it down, very professional, very creative. And then while the tape is rolling, I'm comping chords for them going, I have to follow that. <laughs> you know, just listening to them playing going, oh, I got to play something after that. So, so yeah. it was like the best combination of stuff. And sure. one of the reasons why we call the record Volume 1 is because we want to maybe do, do this again you yeah, know so we're yeah. looking to expand on what we've done oh, that's great that's great well of course tim has been in residence here oh you yeah know, for uh, yeah I, I can't remember when he came on i know it was um it was after i started as dean that was 2001 i don't think wow. it was too long after that wow uh second or third fourth year maybe is this along in there yeah. somewhere um so he's he's been here for a good while, and yeah. uh, to have somebody with that kind of talent, to oh be my goodness, and accessible I, to the kids. So. I see the, I just, I mean, way back, I remember students would just be so excited to get to go work with him. Sure, yeah. when he when he was on campus for a day, and so I'm thrilled that that's still going on. Thrilled yeah. he's still willing. And to, such a snazzy dresser. Well, you know, so there's well there's always dressed. that too. Yeah. Yes, he just yeah. dressed so well. Yeah, you know, the, I mean, I just can't. I don't even try to. Keep I'm up excited with that. to see what he's going to wear <laughs> Saturday. I'm just going to wear blue, I think, but he'll probably have something. I'm it, just excited. It will be immaculate. Whatever yes, he has whatever on, it, it is, will be. Just, it'll just be brilliant. It's as brilliant as his play. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great evening, and yeah. and uh, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and. Uh, have been for you know since we I, I don't yeah. know we've been talking about this for about for a year a bit, now yeah. a and bit. you added you added you know we just we were just engaging the the trio and then all of a sudden it was it was Tim and Terrell so that yeah. was that was fabulous yeah. and uh, so I'm I'm also just so um, just so delighted with what's happening with the gospel choir hmm. and uh, with the quality of what you're doing and uh, and just knowing how. Um, what a strategic voice that is for the college right now Thank you, and yeah. uh, all, Thank you. all of those things. Thank you. And I know, um, you know, Todd Allen has, yes. uh, my goodness, uh, he probably, he probably came around the same time you did. I'm not sure how long he's not, been here. Yeah. I'm not too far. I had the very good fortune, you know, we've been sending people on his uh, civil rights tour yes. uh, for many years. And I had the very good fortune to go the first, first year messiah did that wow. which i think was 2011 okay which was actually this it, it was the same year that i had visited my daughter in africa wow and okay. then came back and went on went on that trip and i know um, so i've you know known todd ever since and and i know he was um just uh, thrilled with the gospel choir and what uh yeah. what that could do for him in certain oh, settings sure. and, sure, yeah. and uh, excited about what what would be connected with that as well yeah in fact so anyway yeah he just preached off campus a month ago and we followed and you were him. there we were there so i know that nice. was what he was looking for yeah yeah <laughs> and uh and so i'm glad that 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 connection is still happening 
but I'm also glad that you're just doing things and like you say, going places and, and, and taking that. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. I, just, I, yeah. I did want to say, you know, we had um, Anthony Ray Hinton come right. for us last week and that's the gentleman that was wrongly imprisoned for 30 years and right. the gospel choir just sang one song. Uh, we didn't even have the full band. It was just the piano and the voices. Mm-hmm. And I got an email today that said, uh, you know, thank, make sure the choir knows that, you know, thank you for, for singing at the event. And uh, he was apparently, he had recorded us singing on his phone and he was smiling and crying at the same time. And I thought, well, what, what, what greater gift can you give to somebody who mm-hmm. has had that kind of, of, an, of an unfortunate thing happen to him and you can move them to tears with the, with the power of music and the power of God. That, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. What it's all about. So yeah. that's, that's, that's what it's all about. That's amazing. It is. Yeah. It is. So the kids, I just, were the, did the kids see that? I'm going to tell them tonight. I don't know okay. if they actually physically saw him doing it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell them tonight at rehearsal because mm-hmm. I, I, I always try to give them evidence that, you know, you're not just a choir. Right. And I think when you make the mission bigger than yourself, you have more of a responsibility to make sure it's done right. I think that's, um, we, we work so hard at music and try so many different things. And in the end, it's all about communication. Yes. In the end, it, it's yes. just, are you we, touch people, what can, people. what can we, what can we really say to these people yes. um, that helps them today? Yes. And, um, and, you know, we we don't think about it that way. We no, think, we don't. No, you think about the enough, next thing or the agenda. We think about being, or we think about being better than someone else, sure, so we can have right. a career. We, you know, whatever right. it is, you know, right. and uh, right. and in the end, it all comes down to the thing that only, the thing that matters, the thing that yes. lasts is yes. is have we communicated what yes. we wanted to say? Do we have something? Do we have something to say? Yes. And did we say it so that so that someone heard us? The humanity, and uh, and so that we can. And, and and did it come back to us in a way that helped us, yes. too? Well, isn't you know? that the power of the Gospels? Yeah. Isn't that the power yeah. of the Gospels? That Christ, that God in form of human, cared enough about our humanity yes. to yeah. be us right. so that he could understand, not understand because he's God, he already understands, but I mean, so that he could relate. But that he could live in it. Live, yes. You know, that, it's, 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 it's one thing pain. to understand it, but yes. that's the astonishing yes. thing, not, yes. not just... And that's that's the answer yes. to the understanding human suffering. Yes. Whatever else, it, there's yes. so many there's so many things we'll never understand, but we do know that God became human like yes. us in Christ and suffered. So He knows it from the inside. Yes. He stood at a grave yes, and wept. Yes. He yeah, I mean, he was ridiculed. Yes. You know, whatever it is. See now, see you're <laughs> preaching now. We don't have time for this. That's, we don't have time. We go, I'm going to get on the piano and shout for a minute. We go, have an altar call. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just the humanity. Well, you started it. I know. I did. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. But the humanity. That's what. That's what touches you. That's but what that's, gets you. But that's when you're when you're a musician, and I wish I had known that more when I was younger. Mm. You know, I mean, I always thought. So do but, I, you yeah. know, when you're yeah. young, you're just arrogant. You know, and, yeah, yeah. And you're just trying, and you're also just trying to get to the next thing. You know, right, it's like right. a point on. The, you're trying to get to the next. That's right. And then you get that's a little right. bit of years behind you, and you go, "Wow, you know, this is actually about moving people's hearts." That's right. That's right. That's right. It's actually, about moving people's hearts. Well, I know you're going to do that. Saturday night, and I'm looking for that concert. And, yeah, I'm excited. And a few other things this semester. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so thanks, Eric. Thanks for taking time Thank you, to sir. talk really with me it. and uh, for everything you're doing here at Messiah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.
This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office.